welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Montreal-based jazz vocalist Olivia Maisel. We talked about her debut album, A Moment in Time, that serves as a reflection of decades of personal experience. Very early on in her process, she created a storyboard for the album with the guidance of acclaimed Grammy-nominated singer Kate McGarry. The first step set her on a path to create something truly personal. It stands as a tribute to relationships, love, loss, and life. We cover quite a bit about her life and music this project and the future enjoy how are you i'm good how are you great nice to meet you nice to meet you we're going to dive right in here and i want to begin everything with you with asking about COVID. how did you survive the last three years and how has it changed the way that you do things now that we're entering this kind of post-pandemic era yeah for sure it was it was a super challenging time uh and I was lucky because I had music therapy too on my side, so I could still work, you know, but in terms of my creativity and my artistic self, it was complicated and it made me question a lot of the use of music and I think I got to a point where I realized that, you know, music is necessary in, in society and even for myself, I really needed to survive and music and also art in general. So I think I just, yeah, I've questioned a lot of things. I worked as a music therapist to make a little money. And then I realized that, you know, it was part of me and part of my life and I really needed it to, to survive, you know, as a person. That's a great microscope to be able to have to put on during such a trying time to really get yeah. to the essence of who you are and why you need it. I mean, I would figure that's pretty big. And, you know, we all realistically, if we didn't have art during that time, it would have been a very dark time. If we didn't watch movies, we didn't see art, we didn't have music. I think we realized now coming out this post-pandemic era of our lives, how vital it is. It's not just some ancillary thing. It's definitely yes. part of our mental diet. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think if it put light, light on one thing, it was that, you know, that art is necessary and we all need it, you know? Yeah. 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 Sure. Well, it seems like the name of your album is pretty apropos, A Moment in Time. So talk to me a little bit about this project. How does it feel for it to be able to come out now with everything kind of waking up and getting to another place? Yeah, for sure. I think I've been working on this for a long time, like for almost you know, a year and a half, two years now. And I kept saying, oh, I'm so excited for it to be out of myself, you know, because I think art, when it's in that process of just being yours and just being something that you work on by yourself and with musicians, of course, but that it's a project that's just entirely yours, it's like very frustrating because at one point you just want it to be out and to be something that's just not yours but that belongs to other people too and that could be listened to and experienced by other people and not just your ears and your head and your you know own little like spectrum of vision of what art should be you know and that it's something that it experienced by other people but yeah, no, it's been a, it's my first album and it's my first bit, big project like that. So it is definitely an ex interesting experience, but it's a great one. Uh, a moment in time, like, yeah, you said the name of uh, the album was really a reminder uh, of that. Yeah, it's just a moment, you know, and it's going to pass and I have to accept it as it is and 
you know, just a reminder that, you know, it's passing. Everything is in passing and that, yeah, now it exists. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. the one thing about this, too, it's a pretty big deal when it's your debut album. So mm -hmm. what are you hoping the listener gets from this experience? I think my biggest hope uh, is that the listener would be able to feel something, um, you know, deep or something, I don't want to say profound because that's a little intense, but something real. I think I wanted to share some real emotions and something that was, I don't always love the connotation of like authentic, but you know, something that they could really grasp on and view as um, in their own spectrum of reality, like something that they could really cling for themselves, you know, whatever that be, uh, whatever that could feel like for them or, but just something that was shared and, you know, yeah, uh, I get it. Emotionally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. How did this journey begin for you? Tell me where you were born and raised. How did the roots of jazz and music become you? Um, so I was born and raised in Toulouse in France. Uh, then I moved for a little bit uh, to Nice. And then when I was 17, I came here uh, by myself because I really wanted to do music. And that was always my dream. Jazz, it really started with uh, like French variety from my father. And my mom is a New Yorker, but my household didn't really listen to jazz all that much. It's something that I got into by myself and um, with some teachers too, some singing teachers, like just introduced me a little bit to jazz and the main, you know, the main people in jazz. And I just really fell in love with it and became more than anything. I always wanted to be a singer, like I said, but then it became something like, oh no, I want to play jazz. I want to sing jazz. That music really speaks to me and is you know, seems to be timeless, you know, the the words, the, the music, and just the harmonies and the music itself is, feels really, in the same sense, like I said before, it feels really deep, you know, and it, I think I really connected with that um, profoundness in the music, where it's with the words or just the music uh, itself, it, I really connected to it for sure. Who was one of the, what was one of the first live jazz shows or albums that you listened to that hooked you? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't think, do I have that memory? I think the first, I don't have a vivid memory of that, but the first, um, the first singer I was introduced to was Ella. So that could have, I think for sure there's a good chance that was it. And I was also really into, uh, at the beginning, like uh, crooner jazz, you know, and that's how I, you know, it started. And also with school, you know, they introduced me to a lot more uh, modern jazz and I got, you know, a little more into that. But at the beginning, it was more, you know, the roots of jazz and and uh, Ella as well. But yeah, it was more uh, old jazz in a way that made me get into jazz for sure. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about this process of being a musician it includes recording and writing and live shows and all of the everything in between. What do you look forward to the most? What really motivates you as a professional musician? 
So based on this very new experience, I think that now I could safely say that it's the recording process that was the most fun. I, I think that was the best two days I've ever had in my life. It was just, it was so fun. It was so, it's so fulfilling and just, yeah, the, the entire process of being by yourself, record, like not recording, but rehearsing and, and just preparing everything uh, and organizing because it was a lot on me because it's all my projects. So it was very, you know, there was a lot of energy that went into all of this. So it was uh, getting all this to get to the recording process was really fun. So I'd say my favorite part might be the record, the recording. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, the one thing it's interesting about you having this debut come out now at this particular mm -hmm. time, because there was this thing in the community where a lot of people were leaving big cities. There was a fear that a lot of musicians, jazz musicians, weren't going to get into the craft. But it seems like it's stronger than ever, especially evidenced with you having a debut. There's a lot of debuts coming out. Music's always coming out, but it's I don't see that there's been a slowdown. What's your take on kind of the scene in Montreal and just overall with the world of jazz now? I think my generation, to be honest, from what I know, are really wanting to play, you know, and do live shows and put out music. And from what I see, I have a lot of, you know, singers that I see are putting out new albums, you know, from uh, that went also because I went to McGill. And so I have kind of that group of or pool of people that I know from, you know, close or far. And a lot of you know, a lot of them are really playing a lot and are putting out music and seem to be really, really active. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So why do you love jazz? <laughs> I think, uh, like I said, it might be just because it's, it's music that really is timeless and connects and, and feels, uh, feels deep, I think. Yeah. So if you could go back in time, let's say a time machine pulls up to your house when we get off the phone, and you can see anybody anywhere in the history of jazz, where are you going? Oh, Carmen McRae, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So someone asked me the same question, because I've asked mm -hmm. that a lot, and I never really thought about it until they asked me, and I would mm -hmm. love to have seen Ella that first time at the Apollo when no one knew who she was yeah. and she was just really timid and afraid and blew the room away, you know, it, yeah. it would be really cool to see. Yeah, that. that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool too, for sure. <laughs> you know? So everyone out there has a perception of you, family, mm -hmm. friends, fans, but you run the show. What's mm -hmm. your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Oh, oh that's a big question. <laughs> it's a therapy question. Yeah. <laughs> My therapeutic side. Okay. Uh, I think, Oh, that's a hard question. First, I don't think I have a clear idea. And if I would say, you know, I'm, I say I, I'm an artist, you know, I've, I have a lot of things that I want to do in life that, you know, pertain to music itself and also to other things. I feel very creative and also I feel an urgency to be creative too because it's something that drives me and uh, yeah, but it is a hard question. I don't think it's hard to say that about yourself. Like, oh, I'm, you know, nice. I 
think I'm nice, but is that mine to judge or is that other people? Right. <laughs> you know? I get it. I, so, yeah, but I think I am a, if I could say one thing, I am definitely a creative person and I want to create and I want to also connect with people. I think I have that need for connection where it, you know, would be with music or with people in general, just with art. I think I feel. I feel deeply in life, and connection is one thing that makes me feel deeply. So A Moment in Time is the new album. Where's the best place for people to get it, find out about live shows, anything about your world? Sure. So the best place to get it for the moment is by contacting me directly because I don't have a platform to sell it online, but I have a lot of CDs, and you could get them definitely on live shows. So for the moment, I have one live show coming up. I might have more in the future about that particular album. The first one uh, is at Upstairs, Upstairs Jazz Club, and it's on the 17th of August, so in two weeks. And uh, you could have CDs over there. And then if you want to see more um, or just keep up to date, just going on my website, it's oliviamazel.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's also Instagram where, you know, I put a lot to try to keep everything up to date. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Wonderful. Olivia, this has been great. Thank you so much for opening up. Thanks for your time. For sure. Thank you for having me. That was so nice. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers and players in Montreal, France, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Olivia for her time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.